Welcome to the Winning at Fibromyalgia podcast. This is Dr. Ziegenbein, a board-certified rheumatologist and fibromyalgia patient herself. I tell you how to win at fibromyalgia and stand up to it once and for all. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode number 40. I am so super excited to be here today because this is the Winning at Fibromyalgia podcast one year anniversary. This is episode number 40 and our one year anniversary. I launched the Winning at Fibromyalgia podcast exactly a year ago, October 15th, 2021. And I'm recording it on October 15th, although it probably doesn't air until later. So why am I excited? Because I am grateful I am grateful for all of you who listen and have found some form of helpful information in one shape or another. I am grateful for those who comment or send me questions. I am grateful for those who give me any feedback. And I get excited when I hear that something I said or talked about was meaningful and helpful. I'm also excited because a year ago, I did not think I would be able to do this, that I would be able to produce 40 episodes. It means putting my thoughts into words on paper, which means computer screen, and then recording it. It means picking and inviting guests on my podcast, recording the interviews, and then listening to it and helping to edit hours and hours of work. So I am celebrating. This entire weekend is a celebration. One question I have for you, what are you celebrating when you look at the past year. And I don't think we should only reflect on the past year when it's the end of the year, December 31st or whatever, or January 1st. I feel we can reflect any time of the year, especially if there is an anniversary coming up. It was also recently an anniversary of eight years since my mom passed away. And I'm not quite ready to talk about that on the podcast. So I have shared with you recently that I have been going through a rather difficult breakup and I've had a difficult time accepting dissolution of the romantic relationship. And I want you to know that I'm doing better and I deeply appreciate all the messages of support and encouragement and love from you. It feels like I'm almost over the hump and for that, I'm very grateful. So today, in addition to being a celebratory podcast of one year anniversary, I am sharing another personal experience intimately related to my story of fibromyalgia. And before I get to it, I want to say one thing, which is aimed at all of you, my lovely women who suffer with pain from fibromyalgia every day, who wonder whether it can ever change, whether you can ever escape from it, whether you can change it. I am here to tell you, yes, you absolutely can. And I don't want you to lose hope because the answer is within your reach and within your power. It is within our power to reduce our pain and turn our entire course of our fibromyalgia stories around. I see it on myself. I see it in my patients that the rewiring of the pain pathways, the pain neural circuitry can be done and new neural connections can be created. New neural connections, meaning reduced pain, different feelings. Every minute, every hour of every day, we have an opportunity to create these new neuronal connections. It will translate in less pain and more enjoyment. And you doing things that you cannot or you could not have imagined a few weeks or months ago, and you still may not be able to imagine them right now. 
because you cannot see beyond the current moment of the pain. So throughout this breakup, my baseline fibromyalgia back pain has been flaring up a little bit, plus adding the anniversary of my mom's passing, I have been more sad. So I have been doing somatic tracking regularly, and it is really good in the evening when I'm relaxing in bed and definitely flares up during the day, but it has been tolerable. So with this breakup, I decided it would be a good time to go back to my old CrossFit gym. I joined it in 2021 when I first moved to Cape, but then after five months, I felt utterly trashed after every workout. And in September last year, I decided to just go to regular gym and I worked with a trainer on my own weightlifting program. But I decided to go back to CrossFit because I missed it. And I didn't think, I didn't feel I progressed very far. I was not as committed in my, by when I was supposed to go to gym on my own. So the second day I went to CrossFit, we were doing push presses and split jerks. So push press is basically, it's a movement when you push the bar above your head and with a little dip and split jerk is when you push it above the head while you're kind of dropping and catching it below and your legs are slightly apart. Um, it kind of feels silly to uh, explain it. Those of you who know CrossFit know what I'm talking about. And those of you who don't probably have trouble imagining it, but I gave you some idea, I hope. So I overdid it. I was too enthusiastic. I did not acknowledge the fact that I have not been to a CrossFit gym for over a year and I put on too much weight. It was still less than my even 80% max, but it was too much for that moment. On the way down, as I was receiving the bar, I felt a sharp pain and a, felt a pop in my right shoulder, followed immediately by a temporary weakness to the point that I was, I was not able to lift the arm for a few moments. My first thought was, oh no, I hurt my shoulder again because I do have a history of right shoulder injury, partial rotator cuff tear of the infraspinatus tendon from more than 10 years ago, which responded to physical therapy, but it would flare every time I overdid things in CrossFit, which was part of the reason I didn't do CrossFit consistently in the past. Lifting things, lifting heavy things above my head would aggravate it. So my first thought went to, oh my gosh, I must have now completely torn that tendon of the rotator cuff. That's why I have weakness and sharp pain. Why else would the pain be so severe and so sharp? I was about to launch in a panic mode. And this is where something magic happens. And the reason why I'm sharing this episode with you, I was able to pause I was able to put a pause in these thoughts and put a break between the trigger, which was the movement that I believed re-injured my shoulder, and my spiraling out of control to panic to the doomsday spiral. And that was it. I paused. I put the bar. The bar was already back on the rack. I went to the coach. I told her that I experienced sharp pain, and I didn't want her to worry, or I didn't want her to think that I was ignoring the workout or the instructions for the weight training at that moment. And I needed to be by myself. So I tried and I succeeded in calming myself down. The two things that I did were number one, I focused on the pain and were able to pin down the two areas were involved. The chronic, the pain that I have chronically by my right shoulder blade was more on fire. And the second 
pain was in the shoulder itself, on the top, at the back of the shoulder. It was searing pain. The pains were different. I was able to feel them separate, two separate spots. And the pain by the shoulder blade was more severe. The second thing I did was that I was able to tell myself messages of reassurance. In my case, it was something like this, Martina, okay, so you may have torn the shoulder cuff, rotator cuff, you may have, but if you truly did, you know what you can do. You can solicit help of one of your surgeons, colleague surgeons that you're familiar with from your workplace, you will be taken care of. You can ask them for help You and they will see you as a patient and they will help you. But right now, you don't know for sure that you tore it. You just know that it's hurting. Can you try to calm down your breathing and calm down your mind and see whether it helps? The coach came back in the meantime. She saw that I was trying to stretch and it gave me a suggestion on a stretch of the shoulder. They call it a Chinese torture ball. It's a small ball that basically you push against it or you either lay on it or push against the wall. You put it between the painful area and the wall and you push against it. And that's exactly what I did. I leaned the ball against my right shoulder blade and then leaned with it against the wall on the sorest spot on the right shoulder blade to the point that I was, it was taking my breath away. And I was at the same time successfully releasing the tension in my shoulder. I was breathing slowly and deeply, comfortably, and I felt my shoulders drop down and I was staying calm and telling myself to stay calm repeatedly, breathing slowly, despite the pain. And I was applying the pressure kind of on and off to the point that I was able to tolerate it. I did not go back to doing the uh, split jerk uh, in the gym session. And over the next 24 to 48 hours, my pain went down initially from nine, eight to nine out of 10 down to four to five in the first 24 hours and down to another few notches down to two to three out of 10 after the course of 48 hours. The pain was the worst the evening after that injury. And I had even trouble like brushing my teeth or doing the dishes, any repetitive motion, kind of a stirring motion with my right hand, including brushing my teeth was flaring the pain. But I continued to stay calm, breathing through all of it and did not lose the sight of the fact that I would know what to do if the pain was not getting better. I was basically consciously deciding to give myself two days and if the pain did not calm down, I was going to ask my colleague, my surgeon colleague to, orthopedic surgeon colleague to evaluate me for possible tear. The pain was better the next morning. I went back to the gym the next day, but did not do any overhead activity. I was doing stretching at home and in the gym for the next few days. And the pain over the next several days basically almost disappeared. So why am I talking about it? So I have three reasons. Number one. Tense muscles can totally lead to acute muscle strains and acute pain. I clearly have myofascial pain and kind of the underlying baseline pain by my right shoulder blade. And it was there when the acute pain happened. And you need to know that it can happen. Tense muscles can lead to acute exacerbations. Number two, acute pain does not automatically mean that you have suffered trauma, severe trauma or tear. The pain may be severe, but it may not be severe trauma or a tear. 
it may mean an injury, but there is a scale or a degree to injuries, right? What I experienced was most likely minor muscle or tendon strain from overloading the bar and not stretching enough, not preparing myself and the muscles enough for doing that weight and not having my muscles, my shoulder muscles ready for the load I put on the bar. And number three is that you can improve your pain experience by staying calm and knowing you have control over the physical experience of the pain. The main thing I did was to hold my anxiety and panic that I started feeling the moment of the acute pain. Humans are wired to experience a little bit of angst or anxiety or fear at the time of acute pain. We are meant to because acute pain is meant to warn us and that's okay. But I did not allow myself to spin out of control and you can do it too. And in fact, you need to in order to retain that calmness and stay in control. And the next thing I did was that I believe I could handle things even if I had trauma in form of a tear. I never for a moment steered away from that thought and you can too. Even if you're not a physician, you can have faith that you're able to seek help if the pain does not get better after the initial 24 to 48 hours. So that is it for today. I wanted to share with you my experience with acute pain and successful overcoming it. And I would like to invite you to share with me what has been your recent or more remote experience with acute pain when you did have something happen that you were worried might have been injury and it turned out to be not tearing or severe trauma, but rather you were able to calm the mind and the nervous system and improve the pain in the process. And I look forward to connecting with you next time. That's it for today. If you love the episode, please share or leave a five-star review. I welcome any feedback or questions, and you can contact me via my website at www.winningatfibromyalgia.com. Till next time.